All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 27th of November. In what is likely gamesmanship ahead of his meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping, President Donald Trump said he'll likely push ahead with plans to increase tariffs on $200 billion of Chinese goods, indicating he would also slap duties on all remaining imports from the Asian nation if negotiations with Xi fail to produce a trade deal. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Trump said he's prepared to impose tariffs on a final batch of $267 billion of Chinese shipments if he can't make a deal with Xi when they meet at the Group of 20 meeting in Argentina at the end of the week. The rate could be either 10% or 25%, according to Trump. That G20 meeting is also where Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and Vladimir Putin will meet ahead of the key OPEC meeting that's scheduled next week. Oil rallied overnight with Brent rising once again above the $60 per barrel mark. There's currently a great deal of uncertainty about whether a significant cut in production will be agreed on by the OPEC and its members. This has led to a near 30% fall in the prices of crude since early October. Bloomberg Quint has reported that the government may infuse about 42,000 crore rupees in banks by December 15th. This is the amount that remains from the 2.1 lakh crore bank recapitalization program that was announced last year. Anil Ambani's Reliance Communications has told India's top court that its asset sale to Reliance Geo Infocom may not go through if approvals aren't in place by mid-December, putting at risk planned debt repayments by the distressed company. The new board at the Insolvent Island Affairs has claimed that it has received over a dozen offers for its two subsidiaries, Island Affairs Security Services and ISSL Settlement and Transaction Services. From next financial year, the SEBI has mandated that large corporates will have to raise 25% of their borrowings through corporate bonds. Companies with outstanding long-term borrowings of at least 100 crore rupees, a credit rating of AA and above, and those who are looking to raise long-term debt will be considered large borrowers. ICRA has downgraded long-term ratings assigned to Shapurji Palanji's 18,500 crore rupee fund-based and non-fund-based bank facilities, citing muted sales and the weak performance of its real estate business. The group's rating was lowered to AA from AA plus previously. The Reserve Bank of India has decided to ease hedging requirements for medium-term foreign currency borrowings. The move will help bring down the final cost of overseas loans for Indian firms but could leave them more exposed to volatility in the foreign exchange markets. And finally, India and China have amended the bilateral tax treaty which will help prevent tax evasion by allowing exchange of information according to the finance ministry. Lastly, let me give you some more international news. General Motors will cut more than 14,000 salaried staff and factory workers and close seven factories worldwide by the end of next year, which is part of a sweeping realignment to prepare for a future of electric and self-driving cars. Four factories in the US and one in Canada could be shuttered by the end of 2019 if the automaker and its unions don't come up with an agreement to allocate more work to these facilities. This update must be seen in the context of the current administration's push for job creation in the US. 
In international markets, US stocks climbed strongly with the S&P 500 and Dow rising about 1.5% each and the tech-heavy Nasdaq gaining over 2%. Asian markets are a bit more wary this morning. The three early risers were trading mixed, searching for direction ahead of the open of China's markets. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How is it looking today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The global queues are strong at this point of time. Brent crude is above the $60 barrel per mark again. The SGX uh, no doubt is indicating a downtick at this point of time and base metals are trading slightly weak on the LME. As far as some of the stocks that you need to watch out for, first of all, watch out for ONGC. South Korea's Lotte is seeking to buy stake in ONGC subsidiary Opal. That is what is reported by The Bell. NIT Technologies promoters are exploring options to sell stake in the company. The promoters own 30.62% stake in the company, out of which NIT Limited, which is also a listed company, owns 23.54% stake in the company. And this is reported as per Bloomberg News. Sun Pharma enters into a definitive agreement to acquire 100% stake in Japanese-based Pola Pharma for just $1 million. It's a small acquisition, but the acquisition will give them commercial presence in the derma space in Japan. Navbharat Ventures and its arm signs contract with Tata Power Trading for power supply of 125 megawatts to Telangana State Grid. The contract commences from January 15th at a price of 5.75 per unit. Unicam Labs receives EIR for post-marketing adverse drug experience inspection by the US FDA. The inspection was from June 25th to 29th. Siemens, uh, we wet the management of the company yesterday. The management says that the markets are picking up after three to four difficult years and the management commentary was selectively positive, uh, but they are upbeat on the medium to long-term capex story of the company. Crompton Greaves Power also had an analyst meet yesterday. They detailed several drivers for the growth of the India business in terms of new products, end of the non-compete clause related to the recent sale of the business, and potential reduction in imports and Chinese competition for motor and TND products. Morgan Stanley's come out with a note on Indian metals. They have upgraded Coal India to an overweight from an equal weight and they have downgraded JSPL and JSW Steel. More details will be there on our website. Bank of America Merrill Lynch has hiked the target price on Reliance Industries to 1430 from 1280. They are saying that the shift from B2C to B2B is helping valuations. And Macquarie has come out with a note on HEG with, in which they maintain an outperform with a target price of 5823 The buyback puts an end to the payback concerns of the company and the high payout will drive re-rating for the company is what Macquarie believes. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloomberqueen.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a lovely day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.